Good morning, Mount Clear Church family. It is so good to be with you this morning. What a again, again, <laughs> what a glorious day it is in sunny Ballarat. Wouldn't be anywhere else in winter. <laughs> well, not in Victoria anyway, because they're in lockdown. But we're not anyway. Go on. That's true. <laughs> uh, we love all of you so much, and we really want to encourage you in this season of uncertainty you have all been doing incredibly well you know keep pressing into papa god keep you know allowing him to love on you to encourage you to speak into your circumstances he is everything that we need in every moment of life you know we look at this season and we think oh it's a season of uncertainty you know so we so need god but in reality life is always uncertain absolutely (laughs) so um keep pressing in keep drawing near keep allowing him to be everything that you need in every moment of every day amen and keep loving on each other keep encouraging one another we all need so much love and encouragement in this season be a blessing to someone go out of your way keep being jesus yeah if you've not if you've not rung anyone cut the excuses it's time to put them down if you've got time to go to the toilet you've got time to call someone If you've got time to go to the toilet, you've got time to text someone. If you've got time to make a coffee or tea, you can actually show love to someone. I know I share all that in jest, but you know what? We are only going to be more like Jesus when we act more like Jesus and we sacrifice some of our own things and our own yeah, time really to, be, to show love to somebody else. So if you've not done that yet, time to pull the finger out. Let's do it, church. Let's be a family that loves on one another in Jesus' name. Amen. And for all of you that have been doing it, thank you. Thank you for being such a gift to people, such a blessing. Keep doing it because it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It ministers to people's hearts. Keep doing that. Amen. Go for it, Pastor (laughs) Andrew. I'll be waiting. Lord, be with us as we share a word in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, we should also say this Tuesday, the 14th of July, Pastor Andrew is turning 50. Woohoo! Yay! We should have we should have had a cake here. But, that was Dave celebrating the way, with us there, there in the is, background. There is still a minty somewhere in the scene. Yes, there is a minty. You can get movie tickets. And, and, and the time's flying. <laughs> like I really want to. Yeah, I know. We should have had a cake for you. Last week I talked about God's <laughs> desire for us is His absolute best for us. That's yeah. His desire. And we actually looked. If you remember, we looked at the parable of the sower and the fact that the it's never the seeds issue it's always the issue of the soil the soil's us but the fact that we can produce 30 times or 60 times or god's very very best for us a hundred times what's been sown but there's a couple of things that i want to reiterate because sometimes when we talk about this stuff people have got the propensity of thinking and looking at at what they don't have yeah you know Um, and i just want to say this if in your life, in your walk with the Lord, if you're producing 30 times or 60 times in your life, that is awesome. That is phenomenal. You yeah, are actually walking more like Jesus yes. every moment of every single day. It actually shows that God is working in your life. It, it actually shows that you've got a heart that's prepared to hear his word and to obey it and to mm. walk it out. It's actually a good thing. And God is stoked when he has hearts like that that are willing to obey him, to listen to him, to grow in relationship with him. Because that seed then grows over time. Amen. Yeah, that's so good. And, and I just want to say, if you're walking in 30-fold or 30 times, you shouldn't be upset 
that you're not at 60, you're not at, at, at 100. You shouldn't be jealous of the people that are. And nor if someone's walking in 60 times or if someone actually thinks they're like Jesus and they're walking on water, they shouldn't be looking down at you that's producing 30 times because 30 and 60 are actually an increase. You are more like Jesus. Yeah, come on. And everything about that parable is to let us know that there's more yeah and, absolutely and particularly in this season this pandemic COVID 19 lockdown not lockdown can go can't go sick not sick don't got, <coughs> got COVID. all, all <laughs> we need to know that there's more yeah, yeah? and we on. need to be a people that are willing to embrace more so i wanted to say all of that because both of those 30 60 they are fantastic yeah but we just need to know that god's heart he's best for us it's like come on there's more for you still you can yeah. still go into deeper water yeah. you can still have more faith yeah, you can right. still grow in mercy you can still grow in love you can still grow in forgiveness yeah you so can still good. grow in peace yeah, you know that's brilliant that's that this is the whole purpose of what we're talking about so I just wanted to say there are more depths, there are deeper depths, there are wider widths, there are higher heights that we can go and we know that God has more for us. Yeah, that he's really good. That his desire for us is his absolute best. Yeah, he's and, not saying more so that we're disappointed no. in ourselves or being hard on ourselves. Because let's be honest, sometimes it's really easy to be so hard on ourselves and look at what we're not doing rather than actually celebrate all the things that God has done and is doing in us and through us well it's really hard to know that you're walking at 30 or 60 times when you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death mm. yeah when you're going through a trial a tribulation or as td jakes yeah. puts it if when you're going through a crushing you can't see what god's already doing in you yes, but even really even good. in the same breath and the words that that td jakes used in a devotional i shared the other day this is not your cemetery. <laughs> the troubles that you're going Come through on, will yeah, not end you. This, this is just soil Come where on. God Himself is using it to cultivate you. Yeah, yeah, that's a word for someone this morning. Absolutely, that's a word. So I want to keep going. God's best. It's it's a hundredfold. There's more for us. We need to look at some scriptures, and I'm hoping we can get through some stuff. We're going to look at the Beatitudes, and uh, from Matthew chapter 5, verses 3 to 12, I won't be focusing on all of it, but there are some really cool points to be made. Would you like me to read that for you? Ah, oh, thank you. I'll just sit back, relax, and look, look pretty. Look beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just think of that big 5-0 coming on Tuesday. <laughs> God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the yeah. whole earth. Come on. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. Come on. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. I, I reckon you can almost cut it there. The next lot, awesome. a, ble a blessed are those who are persecuted uh, for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. I, I don't think we're going to get there today. Um, we can do that next week. So let's look at the other stuff. Because I, I want to look through the Beatitudes, because I think every verse gives us a glimpse of Father's heart for us. Yeah, mm, come on. It actually just shows us that his desire 
is his best for us. And I, and I think it comes through really, really strongly in the Beatitudes because it's not what you consider to be your best. It's not what your spouse considers to be your best. It's not even what your local pastor or pastors consider to be your best. It's God's best. His mm. desire is his best for yeah, you. And in verse 3, it said, God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him, it says in the NLT version, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Yeah, come on. The, the poor in spirit is relating to those that are stone broke, absolutely destitute spiritually. Yeah. 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 There's nothing. It's a place where we can, where we need to realize that we can do absolutely nothing without Father God. Nothing. You've got to get this, nothing without him. Yeah, that all of us at various times are so broke in our spirits yeah. that we just need him. This is what it's saying. So we're so poor in spirit that without him, we can't even buy ourselves a smile. Mm. Yeah. Ever had those days yeah. where life is just so tough that it's just difficult to even get out of bed, that we are so destitute in our spirit that we can't even buy it. We just need him yeah. that's the poor in spirit yeah. it's a place of despair where father then comes and he says hey my desire is my best yes. for you yes. right where you are i know you can't see it you can't feel it you, you think it's it, it's not tangible it's out Come of on. your reach but my desire is my best for you right now right in this place yeah this is what it's talking about and and if we're able to be truly honest and vulnerable because of our honesty, because of our vulnerability, because of our truthfulness to come before the Lord poor, poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is ours. When you're able to be so humble but truthful and say, I am nothing without you, God. Mm -hmm. I just so need you. He gifts us his kingdom. Yeah. Like it makes no so sense. Good. Yeah. So good. That's his desire. It's his best for us. So he gives us heaven. Yeah. And sometimes it can be, we've been talking about the cost. Sometimes it's hard work. Think of Peter when he goes fishing. They've come back. They've toiled all night. They've caught nothing. God's desire for them was to catch a catch that was so insurmountable that they would yeah. need help. So yeah. unbelievable that unforeseeable that they couldn't see it and he sends them back out to do something that they didn't want to do peter's like oh, i don't want to do this but he cast the net out again fished all day caught nothing on the opposite side of the boat opposite to the way the tide was going didn't want to do it and they catch this catch because god's desire is his best yes and he needed absolutely. to show that even back then to the disciples you know, in verse 4, it says, God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Mm. Have you ever actually even asked yourself the question, what is it that we're mourning or, or, or that we should be mourning? Yeah, but, what are we mourning? That's a really good question, Mel. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a talk show, you know, a Today Show. Well, that's a really good question, Mel. Let me <laughs> oh, explain. thank you, Pastor Andrew. <laughs> Let's just cut across too. Anyway, so the mourning Jesus is talking about is... He, he's saying you should be mourning your weakness, that you have a weakness. You should yeah. be mourning that, grieving that, but in a good way. He's talking about mourning that sin can still entangle us, that yeah. sin can still tempt us. Mourn that. Yeah? Yes. Uh, yeah. We're mourning the reality that, that we are, and some of you are going to hate this word, yeah, useless without him. 
no good without him because all good things come from God so if you're good without him then you don't need him hey and that's okay you can give up your eternity in heaven with him you don't need a relationship I am quite happy to say I am useless without Jesus without God in my life yeah totally and and I know I know I, I just said it that some of you are struggling with the word useless but I never said that we were useless but we are useless without him yeah? Yes. Totally without him. Oh, we're created, you know, by him. Yeah, come on. For him, for relationship with him. And, you know, our, our whole being is created to be in relationship with God, to be dependent on God, to need well, him. If we for- think that we're anything without him, that's pride. Yeah. If yeah. you think you are anything without God, that's pride. Yeah, it's in this place of vulnerability, in this place of humbleness and humility yeah it's in this place of total transparency that god comes where you're poor in spirit where you're mourning the fact that you still have struggles where you're real yeah and god comes in his strength to give you his best you know this is not because i'm sharing it but this is really good stuff really good truth in the season that we're walking through together yeah Yeah. and how good is god how you know he always shows up in our struggles he always shows up in our need often that's when we actually experience him the most because we need him the most we're desperate for him we're pressing in we're drawing near we're hungering more for him because life isn't maybe as comfortable because there's challenges that we're facing i can share that some of the greatest moments and encounters i have had with god God have often been in some of the really, really hardest times yeah. of my life. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think of just, you know, last year and my dad and traveling to Brisbane so much. And God was extraordinary in that. He would show up all the time and speak to me, love on me, give me revelation, like bring peace Come when on. circumstances were not peaceful yeah. at all. Um, incredible supernatural amounts of strength. Like I felt crazy joy in that season. Like, sadness and loss but this crazy joy because god just walked every moment and every hour and every day of that whole journey with me god shows up so beautifully when we need him the most well i've got an andrew battistella version of that particular scripture blessed are those that know they're in trouble without me and have enough sense to admit it oh that's so good yeah it's these people they will be comforted yeah there is joy through that mourning Mm, yeah that's so good we don't mourn like those who mourn that have no hope Mm. we have a hope and his name is jesus if if, when we can admit that we've got no other option but jesus when we can admit that we've got no other choice but jesus that's when he comforts us the god of all comfort that comforts us with all types of comfort with everything that we're going through so that we can comfort others yeah his desire is his best for us is his absolute best for us and it's a shame that in our western world to show that vulnerability to show that weakness to show that heart to be that that real is is not encouraged it's actually looked down upon it's it's disappointing because those people they will never experience comfort from father god until they're willing to say i need it Mm. yeah well, I, 
I think that's when we're actually our truer self. Absolutely. Because that's who we're actually created to be in this intimate relationship, in this loving relationship, dependent on God on a daily basis, continually spending time with yeah. him. That's how we've actually, you know, th- that's how we've been created. That's how we've been designed. On, so when we're on. walking and talking and doing life with Papa God, we're actually in perfect alignment yeah. of who Come on. we're created yeah. to be. And Paul knew that. That's why Paul says in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, each time he said, my grace is all you need. My yeah. power works best in weakness. Mm. So now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. Yes. That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses mm. and in the insults, in the hardships, in the persecutions, in the troubles mm. that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Man, that is just gold. At the end of the day, in everything that, that you and I, that we do, that we go through, he desires his best for us. I love that scripture so much because, you know, I remember, I don't know, a few years ago reading it and just getting such a revelation about it. And I thought, this is awesome because we don't have to have it all together. We don't have to be perfect people. Come on. God, it's actually in our weakness that God yeah. is made strong. It's not in us having all the answers, having all, having it all together, thinking we're perfect people. It's actually God shows off in yeah, our weakness. It's okay to be weak. It's okay <laughs> to feel weak. It's okay to need him because that's when God can work the most. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I, I love this because this is great and wonderful truth, but it can also be very very difficult and tough to to grab a hold of because all of us have some pride, yeah? yeah. And all of us have opinions. Yeah. But some of this stuff strips that away. Verse 5 in Matthew 5 says, God blesses those who are humble for they will inherit the earth. Some versions say meek, you know? Yeah. God blesses those who are meek. Yeah, meek and humble, when you look at the Greek translation, they, they mean the same thing. They, they are actually the same, and they actually, they actually imply gentleness and strength. Yeah. yeah, the word that's used for humble, the word that's used for meek, actually implies gentleness and strength. And that's what we find in Jesus. So we've got to remember that God's desire is his best for us. Yeah. His desire is his best for us. So I want to suggest yeah, that the meek and the humble, that, that they're the same. And I, I want to use this example. Moses. Moses has his staff. And what is Moses afraid of? He's afraid of snakes. He's petrified of snakes. You can read stuff about it. And so what happens? He picks up his wooden staff, like I wouldn't like to pick up a snake. But anyway, picks up his staff and the staff, the staff turns into a snake. The staff turns into a snake. Then you've got David. David's coming up to Goliath. Yeah. And he, all he has is five simple, smooth stones. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you want to get a really bad joke that I found online? Anyone who mocks God's got to have rocks in his head. Anyway, so... um, And he kills Goliath with those stones. And then think about this. Let's go to Jesus. He's healing someone and he spits in the mud and wipes it on their eye. Mm. How would you... Let me give you an example here. I'm going to spit in Mel's hand. Ah, (laughs) Now... The reason I wanted to use those things, the staff, the stones, the spit, is because we can all learn from from those things how to be meek and how to be humble. Mm. 
Because the Bible says that if we don't cry out, even the stones will cry out. So I'm going to use that and say, did you hear anything from the staff? Did you hear anything from the stone? Did you hear anything from the spit? Did any of those items, those things, did they cry out and say, God, don't use me like this? No. No, they didn't. Because, you know, they never questioned God. They were humble. They were meek. Yeah. They were gentle, yet they were strong. They didn't suggest an alternative plan. They just allowed God to use them the way he saw fit. Could you imagine? Come on. Could you imagine the Christian church and what it would be like if you and I as individuals would only allow God to use us the way he sees fit? Yeah, come on. Yeah? Yeah. Not the way that we think, the way that he thinks. Yes. We can learn so much, so much from them. It's like that old saying, and and I'm sure that Grace, because we talked about her painting last week, would appreciate this. A canvas doesn't tell the painter how to make it beautiful. It says in Romans chapter 9, verse 20 and 21, But who are you, a human being, to talk back to God? Shall what is form say to one who formed it? Why did you make me like this? Does the potter have the right to make out the sa- to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for special purpose and some for common use? The realization of our weakness leads us to the source of strength, God. He yeah. will choose to use us any way He likes, yes. the way He sees fit. The secret to being humble, the secret to being meek, the secret to being gentle yet strong is allowed is to allow Papa. Father God to use us the way that he wants without questioning the same way the staff said didn't say don't make me a stake the same way the stone didn't say don't throw me to that person the same way that the spit didn't say oh yuck I don't want to be on that person in the same way we just have to allow God to use us and just trust him in it we don't need to oh we don't need to understand everything God does Yeah, today we're in a season where people today try to understand God, but his thoughts are not our thoughts Mm. and his ways are not our ways. We just need to trust him and step into a space where in our weakness, the source of our strength is him. And if we can remain humble, if you and I, if we can remain meek, Jesus tells us that we will inherit the earth. Yeah. Like that's goal for me. Mm. You know, it's scary that we live in a time where everyone questions God. Everyone questions his actions. You know? And and I've said it before and I'll say it again. There are times that we don't need to understand him. He is G-O-D, God. Full stop. Yeah. That's who he is. Yeah. Who am I to say what? Yeah, it's great. I love the story of David with the stones, you know, because David used such a simple thing to kill a giant. Yeah, Because sometimes we can look at ourselves and we can think, well, I'm not gifted enough or yeah. I'm not talented enough or I'm not like that other person or I can't do what they do or I don't carry enough of something, you know, to have a great impact well, in even the world. The, even your example, and keep going, is the staff. 
that's part of a tree that's been ripped off. It's now dead. Yeah. There's no life in it. Yeah. Anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah, well, the stones, it's such a simple thing, but it was Come just on. David's willingness to be used by God and believing that God was so much greater than this giant because everybody else was intimidated by this giant. Everybody else was looking at the giant, not looking at God. But David was looking at God yeah. and he knew that if we simply use what's in our hands, yeah. if we simply yeah. use what is part of who we are, our makeup, our gifts, our talents, things that we love doing, things that naturally flow out of us. Yeah. If we use those things, we can have such incredible yeah. impact God's desire is his best for us mm. and he says that we will inherit the earth all we have to do because he's been wanting to give us the earth ever since Genesis read it let us make mankind in our own image read all of that he wants us to take the earth yeah, yeah. to lead on the earth but we need to be courageous enough courageous enough to give him complete control be meek be humble find strength in gentleness by trusting in him yeah yeah and can i say something really quickly you can you all have gifts yeah you all have talents you all have anointings from god Come on. every single Preach one it. of you is gifted by god created by god yeah. and there is god-given purpose upon your life and god has called you to impact your world yeah god has called you to affect the yeah. people around you to love the people around you god has called you to use the gifts that he's put inside of you for his glory so don't look at yourself and think well i'm not gifted that person's yeah. really talented but i'm not because you are gifted and you are Come anointed on. and you are called so if you don't know what your gift is pray about it and let god show you if you know what your gifts are use them because god needs you yeah god needs us to be his hands yeah. his feet his love his heart people encounter god because they encounter god in you and me absolutely Amen? use the seed that's been planted in you just because someone's walking in 60 65 60 times don't be jealous of that walk where you're at yeah. at 30 or at 10 or at 20 you know wherever you're at walk in it and allow god to use you with the gifts he has placed inside you amen and if you're not sure of your gifts come and talk to us we'll help you discover them <laughs> and use them amen. in jesus name all right matthew 5 verse 6 god blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice for they will be satisfied i, I love this a lot of versions use the word righteousness god blesses those who hunger and thirst for righteousness yeah. yeah now it's the same greek word and it's actually i've had to to write out not just a greek word but how to pronounce it it's it's dikayosne or you you can't even say it That's but if you lovely. want it i can yeah dikayosune Digger, use it yeah, there anyway. Yeah, I pronounce it like No, that. it does. It was in, it was in the concordance. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> so, but it, what it means, it, 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 it means a righteousness, a justice, get this, of which God is the source and author. God is the source and author. It's a divine righteousness. It's a divine justice. It actually refers to, to what's deemed right by God. So he looks at it, he examines it, he makes the call, and it's what's approved in in his eyes yeah not our eyes and we live in a society today that want to tell us that god is a god of love he could never have done all this stuff in the old testament because that's not just stop placing your your concept of justice on god because that's not divine justice that's not divine righteousness scripture is it's canon 
It's word, it's life, it's real. You've got to stop believing that you know better than Father God. Because when you start to know better than him, then you don't need him. And it's in your place of need, when you're poor, when you're meek, when you're humble, yeah, when you submit, when you obey, it's in those places where God comes in our weaknesses, yeah, and his strength and power then overflows. It's in those places. So what that passage is saying is anyone that... That, that those who are hunger and, and, and thirsty, that, that are hungry and thirsty, I'm talking like a dying of thirst, so parched that you would rip the coffee, the water out of someone's hand. You wouldn't, like you're so hungry that you would eat anything. Like I'm talking anything. Mel would even eat a, like a continental sausage full of fat that she just can't do. Like you, you would pro, you could, you'd eat anything. I'm just trying to think of something, but it, it, whatever I say is going to actually, you know, disappoint somebody. We are totally out of time. Oh my goodness. I cannot Let's believe it. Let's continue it next week. Yeah. You don't need to understand your hunger and thirst. I want to say this. You just need to trust it. Yeah. You just need to trust the one that you're hungering and thirsting for. Does that mm. make any sense? Yeah, great. We certainly don't have any more time. Good word. We need to be filled. We need to be hungry. We need to be thirsty. We need to pray. We're going to continue next week. I hope that's where we're going to go. Mel, pray. Amen. <laughs> Thank you for our beautiful family, God. We love them so much. We thank you for everyone who calls Mount Clear home, Lord. They are precious. They are loved, God. They are gifted. They are anointed, Lord. So I pray just strength, courage, God, peace, joy, that your goodness would overflow in the hearts of every one of them this week, God. May they take refuge in you, find strength in you, see the miraculous in you and through you and with you. Papa God, love on your children incredibly, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Trust in him. Find the minty. God bless. Amen. Didn't have time to sing. (laughs) I'm going to sing happy birthday. (laughs) 